0: Hello, my friends. This is Andy Heddy coming live from Orange County, California. Hello. Hello. Um, it's Monday, June 13th, and uh, normally we'd be at uh, our life group tonight, except for,
1: it got moved. Yes, and we'll get to miss next week because we're not in town next week. Oh, it's almost, holiday time. It may be a
0: month before we're there again. Yeah. So we don't have any stories for you for this, uh, this, this time uh, with our friends over there, uh, the, the life group. But uh, we're here with you, and we're on a little bit early. Uh, go to resurrectministry.com where you will find... Oh, I thought you were pointing. <laughs> <You're> getting... <laughs> I've been refraining. <laughs> go there, visit it, make sure and subscribe, and uh, you'll find a button on there if you want to partner with us as we grow our audience and uh, our reach and um, and expand what we're doing there on Resurrect Ministry. Yes. Um, Anything um special today on your mind that you
1: wanna no, I love this passage of scripture uh the passages, and I think it's gonna be awesome.
0: I was gonna say that this uh weekend over at Friend's church on Friday night um, the uh, message from Chris Ward talked about how um you know sin can uh, make you can, sick. can make you sick, and then here we are with smith wigglesworth tonight we're going to be talking about satan and uh and casting out satan because um satan can make you sick satan can make you sick (laughs) so you need to take authority over satan so for june 13th uh, smith wigglesworth devotional the title is take authority over satan the reference is luke 4 8 which says get behind me satan
1: yes very popular christian phrase
0: The scripture reading is Luke 4, 1 through 13. Smith says in this devotional, Jesus was wounded so that he might be able to identify with your weakness. Mm. He took your flesh and laid it upon the cross so that he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You may recognize that from Hebrew 2, 14 and 15. You will find that almost all the ailments that you experience come as a result of Satan, and they must be dealt with as satanic. They must be cast out. Do not listen to what Satan says to you, for the devil is a liar from the beginning. If people would only listen to the truth of God, they would realize that every evil spirit is subject to them. They would find out that they are always in the place of triumph and they would reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Never live in a place other than where God has called you, and he has called you from on high to live with him. God has designed that everything will be subject to man. Through Christ, he has given you authority over all the power of the enemy. He has worked out your eternal redemption. I was finishing a meeting one day in Switzerland Mm. when... The meeting ended and we had ministered to all the sick. We went out to see some people. Two boys came to us and said that there was a blind man present at the meeting that afternoon. He had heard all the words of the preacher and said he was surprised that he had not been prayed for. They went on to say that this man had heard so much that he would not leave until he could be seen, until he could see. I said, this is positively unique. God will do something today for that man. We got to the place the blind man said he had never seen. He was born blind, but because of the word preached in the afternoon, he was not going home until he could see. If ever I have joy, it is when I have a lot of people who will not be satisfied until they get all that they have come for. With great joy, I anointed him anointed him, and laid hands on his eyes. Immediately, God restored his vision. It was very strange how the man reacted. There were some electric lights. First, he counted them. Then he counted us. Oh, the ecstatic pleasure that this man experienced every moment because of his sight. It made us all feel like weeping and dancing and shouting. Then he pulled out his watch and said that for years he had been feeling the, f- the raised figures on the watch in order to tell the time. But now he could, he could look at it and tell us the time. Then looking as if he had just awakened from some deep sleep or some long, strange dream, he realized that he had never seen the faces of his father and his mother. He went to the door and rushed out. That night, he was was the first person to arrive for the meeting. All the people knew him as the blind man, (laughs) and I had to give him a long time to talk about his new sight. I wonder how much you want to take with you today. You could not carry it if it were substance,
1: Mm. but there
0: is something about the grace, the power and the blessings of God that can be carried no matter how big they are. Oh, what a savior, what a place we are in by grace that he may come in, come in to commune with us. He is willing to say to every heart, peace, be still. He is willing to say to every heart, Oh, peace, be still. I just said that. (laughs) And to every weak body be strong. Are you going halfway or are you going all the way to the end? The thought for today, do not be deceived by Satan, but believe God.
1: Ah, so I got a lot out of this. All right, let's hear it. This reminds me the first, uh, the passage from Hebrews. He might destroy who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those, which is you and I and everyone else. Who through fear of death were all their life subject to bondage. That describes my life in Islam. Mm. That he set me free from the bondage. Most of uh the faith in Islam comes from fear of death, the punishment that comes from the grave and and the afterlife. And you do all of these tasks and worship in order to avoid that. And jesus sets us free from that jesus says you are in bondage to this this hamster wheel of sin and repentance and death and worry and fear and bo- you're in bondage to that cycle mm-hmm. anybody who's subject to a law the law and doesn't have the salvation that god offers uh is in a is in bondage and if it's not hi mary i'm a uh... And if it's not that bondage, then it is the bondage of sin of addictions that God comes to set us free from the bondage of sin, just Mm -hmm. living in a life of sin. So for me, it has a double impact. And when we go through the scripture, we're going to talk about how the, you know, what Jesus suffered in the wilderness against Satan was so that he could sympathize and empathize in his flesh, what we go through and the temptations that we suffer from. But Smith also brings up Joshua to tell us not only should you have confidence in the fact that Jesus conquered Satan and sin, but have confidence that the victory is yours. And that's what that's what Joshua is all about. He's like giants. Who cares about giants? God said we are going to defeat our enemies, and this land's going to be ours, and we're going. Right. And he would not give up until he went. And that's why the Lord's like, be strong and courageous. What Joshua's going to lead you, and you are going into the promised land, and you will defeat all. I will, God says, I will defeat all the enemies for you. Just go. Hmm. Which is something we should all be reminded of, is how much do we want to take away from God? And I, I find that uh, the first serious illness that I was confronted with was connected to sin And so when I repented of a sin, I'm very, very well aware of. And so when I turned away from that sin and I and then the remnants of it was this um, potential cancer, I told the Lord, no, we are not doing this. I have come to Christ. I want to serve and we're getting this out, you know, and and I knew exactly what it was connected to, you know, and so he granted that victory. And I think it's, it was a cycle. It was acknowledging the sin that it was connected to moving and repenting and never going back to it and um, believing that he could and would provide that healing. Well, how isn't do- it
0: interesting? Trying to figure out how to say this because I don't, I, I don't want to offend people that are in Islam but I'm afraid that I might, but it's a, it seems to be a faith of bondage. Yes. Um, And even more so for the women uh, in the faith. Yes. That Christianity and the Bible obviously states that you've been freed from bondage. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's almost like, um, it's like the opposite world. Like you're in this faith, you know, don't you understand this? that what God has freed you from this through his son, Jesus Christ, like what you're going through every day, every second of every day, when you go to the restroom. Or that it's the, bondage. Based on the time and what you're, you're forcing these women to wear is
1: exactly what God is telling you. No, you don't have to live that way anymore. And that's the thing is Satan counterfeits. Everything that God creates, Satan counterfeits. And he convinces people, just like why do people get hooked on drugs and can't get out of it because it's a cycle that satan puts a individual in that they believe that they can't break or they are just not um holding on to the promises of god to break it but it can be broken if you just believe right um but some people just aren't aren't destined to believe <laughs>
0: Hey, real quick, based on the numbers of uh, people that we have watching right now, um, if you could type in hashtag Jesus, like it says down there at the bottom, hashtag Jesus, I'm gonna. I feel like I want to run our little contest tonight to see if we can't give away one of these hats. Right there, this is an amazing hat. These these are um, coveted hats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so now I want to bring this to uh, the people that are not, uh, you know possibly in the in the in the muslim faith that um sure that i was sharing with um a friend of ours named jack that happens to go to calvary Chapuccino hills uh, we were talking about the the bondage that men can put themselves in through living in their flesh yeah addictions that um uh, without the space, Robert. Uh, make sure, and it's a hashtag. No space, Jesus.
1: Because it's got it, this automation
0: yeah, it thing that does. It won't recognize it. So just re- <laughs> retype that, but take out the space. Um, that we is so funny because it just became so clear to me that it, I mean you don't even have to be an Islam.
1: No, uh, any bondage.
0: <laughs> but it's a horrific. It's also horrific when the when circle. Jack and I were going through it. Is that you can't live freely as a man in your flesh because you you start. Um, acting in ways where you have to you know you have your home you got your home personality you got your out with your buddies personality friends uh you know at the at the sports bar or at the cigar club or at the strip club and then you have your church life where you go oh no
1: no I, not, not. <laughs> that sometimes looks like the home life yeah. but sometimes not
0: as you, as you continue to do this, you, you, you get increasingly more into this bondage where you don't know, you don't know it's if exhausting. you're coming or going, you don't know which lie you've told to which person you can't let uh, your kids see your phone. You definitely don't want your wife seeing your phone. Um, they ask you where you were. What do you mean? Where was I? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I was at work. <laughs> what do you ask? Uh, right. And then you're leaving. Yes. You're leaving. I, i this part I remember doing is that I would leave home like at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym you get, get up before anybody woke up
1: <laughs> hurry run yeah
0: then I, then I then i at four o'clock i'm at the gym working out and then i go to work and then oh god you know uh, hello uh honey uh i got overtime tonight yeah yeah i know i know it's like seven nights in a row i know i know i feel i hate it too i hate it too yep all right well you'll like it when the paycheck comes yep <laughs> And then I'm going to change my designation on my, on my payroll. So it'll, you'll, you'll enjoy the money. It's going to be good <laughs> only because I don't want to go home.
1: Uh, oh no. Oh,
0: what, that's so horrible. in my am I, am I, uh, you know, that bondage is horrible. It is. I mean, I could go on. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's many so other much. examples. Yeah. And then Jack and I were talking again, going back to this conversation as we were sharing all these different, and again, remember, he was like a drug dealer. And, uh, and a guy that I probably came close to arresting from time to time. And I was a police officer, but he and I, regardless of where we were, uh, as far as what you would look at, as far as uh, life, we were both living the same horrible, nasty life. It's just not, it's not what you want. It seems fun at the time at certain things, but in the end it's destructive and it's horrible and it ends relationships. I mean, there's people that don't talk to me today because of that flesh that that guy who was living he in flesh. Really? Yeah, there's a couple things. Maybe really. I might have said something.
1: You <laughs> said something? I might have really? gotten a few.
0: I might have gotten to a few bar fights. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been arrested. And they go, You're a cop. And I got my head. Yeah, let me go. I'm a cop. And they done handcuffed me. <laughs> what are you doing getting in a bar fight? Because he was uh, looking, he was looking at me. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Horrible life. What a horrible, horrible life. That's living in bondage for sure. Wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off.
1: No, no, that's uh, I'm 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 glad you see it that way now. <laughs> yes, I didn't want to. I don't want to lay it
0: all out on the Muslims, on the Muzzies. No, I didn't want to say that they're the only ones living in bondage.
1: No, we we clearly do the same thing. Sin is also bondage. Wow, A different kind of sin. Yes, absolutely. I don't know <laughs> if any of you can relate. Feel free to share because <laughs> we're airing our dirt our dirty laundry for you.
0: You know, we had this interesting discussion. Had this interesting. Um, Message on Saturday night over at Yorba Linda Friends Church, where um, uh, Pastor Chris um, Ward was talking about this atheist who, in the end, because he, he was a, a public speaker, Hitchens. yeah, Very public speaker, one. you know, he, he used speech to um, talk about the defame uh, God, the, the famed God, and, and and really uplift atheism and the, and the and his belief that there was no God. In the end, he ended up getting throat cancer. And and Chris brought up that, isn't it interesting that the instrument that he used.
1: He said that Christopher Hitchens said the ultimate irony is that I got cancer in the one place that I used to speak against God. Yep.
0: And then um, there's someone that we know of who we feel may be doing something in a way uh, that has to do with a, a sexual issue uh that's very bad that we're not quite sure but we just have this feeling that there might be something there turns out he has uh, a cancer in that area
1: that again we're just we're just thinking out loud like isn't that interesting and well because there's scripture to back it up yeah me tell me you have that scripture you posted it which one because i can't remember about this about the sin we mentioned it yesterday i just didn't um mark down the exact passage john yes
0: So John five fourteen says, later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, see, you are well again, stop sinning or something worse may happen to you.
1: Bam, right yeah. there, folks. How often do you hear John five fourteen at church? <laughs> Sin Never. can be connected to sickness.
0: Yes, we have more play, uh, people joining. If you'll type in hashtag Jesus in the comments, that would be awesome. We're gonna run a little contest later on to see who can uh, get our hat that we have available to you. Um, but isn't that? I mean, yeah, you know, we can we can look at that. Then you're talking about your, you know, potential illness and things like that. That uh, I could look back and, and say the same. You know,
1: there is a price to pay.
0: I mean, even in my in my. St- not struggle in my desire to have more to create this, you know, this somewhat of an empire in the dog industry and security industry in my, in my neglect of my children and my neglect of, of, you know, of certain, you know, things that God would probably want me to do that. He, he, that my, that the illness that I got was, um you know, uh, financial ruin right? <laughs> yes. a type of cancer to yeah. my my uh my well-being yeah well you actually,
1: actually got cancer too yeah
0: and i got cancer <laughs> <laughs> i got, got the double whammy yes uh where okay you, you think you're, you're all that i'm gonna take your house i'm gonna take your bank accounts i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna break you completely of, of the thing that you thought that you were striving for hey janelle um or one it's a one,
1: one L, I think.
0: Yeah, you need the hashtag on that Jesus. Please
1: put the hashtag. Yeah.
0: So not which that. is the
1: pound sign. Uh,
0: you need this. Hashtag Jesus. Not just Jesus. Hashtag Jesus. Right? So it doesn't have to be necessarily a physical uh, illness. I know that the scripture and what we're talking about, it does have to do that, but Sickness. you'll you'll get you'll Ruined. be homeless. Like I, God said, okay, you wanna you wanna
1: play this game? God's not <laughs> God's not playing. He's not. I've said that several times and he has, he has chastised me and told me when I've slipped, like, I'm not playing with you. So those of you
0: that are um, watching uh, now and not obviously on the podcast, but those of you watching, if you, what are your thoughts? And I'm going to ask you, what are your thoughts? And I may have asked you this before, but what are your thoughts? And that we are here trying to, to tell people in trying to um, help them understand that, God, our God is a loving god um that there's somebody out there going wait a minute you're saying he's gonna
1: it's not just a loving god mm. people should not be afraid of a he's a jealous god which he has told us repeatedly in scripture and he he deserves our it says fear thy lord so he people get afraid of talking about fear of God but mm. there is a supreme reverence for God that is also involves fear right we should be afraid of God but church life nowadays has gotten to the point where it's it's almost um, taboo to talk about a God that you fear and it's if God lifts his hand of grace and mercy over us we're in trouble and he will remind us of that every now and then so If you notice, I'm not a prosperity evangelist. I don't tell people to come because you're going to get rainbows and unicorns. I tell people to come for eternal security. I was like, you're in bondage. Your life will never never yield heaven. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, however good you think you are, your deeds will never get you to heaven. So if you want to spend an eternity in hellfire... Then continue doing what you're doing but turn repent because he will transform you but that transformation process hurts he's the refiner right i think we should get out of the the custom of thinking about it as oh my god you know it's it's, it's only love and it's only it's only love but the only love does not mean there's no pain right Jesus is love. God is love, but love does not mean there is no pain. Look at our mm. children. Yeah. Look at the way God refers to us as the as parents and says that you know, like if you think you give good to your children, doesn't your father give good to his children? Yes, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come without chastisement and punishment. Right.
0: Well, I've talked about this, and I'm going to use a. I know this is going to be shocking, but a dog analogy, dog training analogy. Yes. And I mentioned this before uh, to you, and that is. um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) know
0: Is is that what I I spent 30, 40 years teaching people is that you must discipline while loving your dog, you must discipline your dog and be a, 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 a leader. That your dog fears in the similar way that God wants us to fear his authority. Right. And if you do so, your dog will love you more than he's ever loved you before.
1: Because the rules are not to torture us. The rules no. are to protect us, just like the rules we give our children.
0: Yep. And you get a sense of leadership from uh, the dog. Gets a sense of leadership from a human that actually does that. And it actually creates a, a, a bond that is almost unbreakable. When you have when you when you have a handler that that is good at both giving praise and love to their dog while also being a disciplinarian you you'll see a closer bond between that absolutely that same thing with children in the in dog the, and the, the father that's why and again and I'm going to bring this up too and that is that's why we have so many men in prison it, because they've never had that type of love yeah, the right. love of a man there's so many men in prison that come from a, a broken home a fatherless home. And that is one of the reasons why they're there is that they've never experienced the love of a good father who both loves them and disciplines them and raises them in a way that's a very, um,
1: and I, and I've also, and I've also said in, you know, I was a single parent. So when my daughter was young and we determined at a very young age, like at seven, that she had obedient defiant disorder is the way it was diagnosed and with adhd and her therapist told me i mean she's seven told me if you do not impose very strict discipline and rules this can turn into a social conduct disorder Mm -hmm. says that's what happens with most kids with this condition is that parents they're very hard to discipline and parents think that they should do the opposite and give in and it leads to a conduct disorder and so intuitively We think that discipline is negative, but it actually isn't. He says that discipline reminds the person that they're protected, they're safe, and they're loved. Right. Which is the same thing that God's trying to do for us. It's beautiful. Shall we read the scripture?
0: Yep. We are, oops. Ah Here we go. We're in Luke 4, 1 through 13.
1: This is when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. And Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I wish. Therefore, if you will worship me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord, your God and him only should you serve. And then he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here for it is written, He shall give you his angels charge over you to keep you and in their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. He quoted him the Bible saying, if you are the son of God, this is the prophetic scripture that God will protect you Send his angels to protect you. And he responds and Jesus said to him, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God, even though he says that he will save me. Nope, when the devil had ended every temptation, now that the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time.
0: And Hebrews 4, 15.
1: For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize for our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. It's referring back to this passage of Luke where it is lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Those are the, all three temptations fall into those three categories. And so by Satan going through that temptation with the devil, he has been tempted in every way Mm. that we have, because every temptation falls into one of those three categories. Yep.
0: Romans 5.17.
1: For if by the one man's offense reigned, for if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, which is Adam much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in the life through the one Jesus Christ
0: so I'm if, so happy you said Adam because now it makes sense yes because
1: <laughs> all sin came from the start from one man and so it's not a hard stretch to understand that all grace comes from one man the second Adam the perfected and, adam and his
0: sin was that he didn't take control of the situation where eve had Eaten from the apple, and he went ahead and said, nah, it's okay. I'll eat it too.
1: Is that his? I love the way you've said that. But <laughs> bottom line is, he ate the apple. Yes. I know all men like to do that, don't they? <laughs> Eve was tempted. Well, I mean, why was he such a schmo that he right. was standing back as a snake was talking to her and he'd be like, Wait. Uh- Eve, why are you talking to right. a snake? The snake is talking. like forget to the point where you got to the apple. But he should have he should have stepped up. He, he should have stepped up. Uh, but not only did he not step up, he ate it.: But she started it. <laughs> I mean, to be she was curious, she expected him to protect her. There you go. Mark 4:39. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to thee, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Oh, how many times I've heard the Lord say that to me? Peace, be still. Uh. Here just now? <laughs> no, not actually. Deuteronomy 31.6, a great passage about Joshua and going over to the promised land. Be strong and have good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them for the Lord your God. He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you.
0: That is good to know. Yes. Keep that in mind. Uh, All right, my friends, one more time. I'm going to give you another chance because I've seen people kind of come and join. uh, Just put in hashtag Jesus.
1: Hashtag is the pound sign for those of you that are not social media savvy necessarily. Yeah, 1L, you're getting close. (laughs) We have a pound sign in front of your Jesus. Yeah,
0: do that one hashtag which is the pound sign
1: show him what it is now so that he could see it just in case he's still here one else no see what his thing says not
0: not that yeah i don't even know what that is what do you call that pound sign oh pound like a pound of money
1: Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's next to the pound sign oh i said pound sign so he put up the british pound sign (laughs) sorry Sorry, i meant Pound sign, like when you when you call uh, somebody's voicemail or when they say they, they say please push the pound sign yeah. for one on pound. Phone. Yeah, that's what I meant by pound sign—the yeah. one that's on the phone. So either is being funny or. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literal. he's right. It is a pound, but you sign. know that's
0: that, uh, you know
1: the British pound sign. Well, that's what
0: kind of men do, and it, it, I know it frustrates you because you'll say something, and I'll say no, it's this, and you go, well, you knew what I meant. I go, <laughs> no, I mean, I I heard what you said that drives you crazy crazy. oh it drives me bananas but you think i'm doing something i just like if you would say hey go out the garage door and do xyz i would open up the garage door and you say no (laughs) you would mean the door the door that leads out to where the trash cans are to
1: me the thing that goes up and down for the car is Uh not a door oh really yeah though it is a door and i know when you need it repaired you call the garage door repair man But to me that's not a door that's like an opening
0: (laughs) we had this discussion this morning because i call the door that you walk through to go outside that's in the garage a pedestrian door so that's a pedestrian door that's in the garage and then the garage door is the one where the car goes through which is the big
1: gigantic one and my the persian remnant in me (laughs) my me and my daughter both when we get stuck in these kind of like conversations we're like hey baba we're talking about the door (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just because they're like, Oh, I, come on. You know what I mean?
0: No, no. I hear the words. And here's another thing. When I testify in court, I respond to exactly what is said. Yes. If I don't understand what they say, I, I ask again, do I, I, you mean this thing or that thing? And they, Oh, you're right. I meant this. Like I'll say, um, so when the, the handler teaches the handler and the dog what to do, I say, Oh, you mean the trainer? And then they'll talk about the handler and they'll say the trainer and his dog went and searched for the back. And no, you mean the handler? Well, you know what I meant? No,
1: because the uh, trainer
0: is different than the handler. They're two different things. See,
1: it's context <laughs> for everybody's context.
0: So sorry. Oh, and he's legally blind.
1: Well, now? Oh. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to make it difficult for you. Can yeah. you do it for him? Nope. Oh,
0: no, there's no way. because it. Well, maybe it I can't. Oh, can okay.
1: I, maybe I can't. No, because how would it connect to his name?
0: Well, I'll just know if it's me, then it's for him.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I'll do. Hold on. That's that's a better way to do it. Hold on. We're going to take a little time here.
1: Go ahead and then say say uh, something funny. (laughs) (laughs) uh, we I don't know how you have um, that condition, but we just read um, a devotional about healing. And so we'd like to pray for your supernatural recovery and that the Lord return your sight to you. And nothing is impossible for our God. So we are praying for a supernatural healing and a recovery for you. However long it's been, uh, we still pray that for you. Yeah. In Jesus' mighty name, and Jesus is capable of all things. He is Jehovah Rapha. Uh, Lord, heal your son. Heal your son of his blindness. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: All right, I put uh, – I. I put it in mine so if my name comes up if i win a hat it's going to 1l there we go Uh, there we go all right so i'm going to share the screen here just to kind of so you guys can see see this very cool magic happen and why do not oh there it is giveaway tool
1: all right Right. so watch this folks it's kind of cute this is really fancy um so for our podcast listeners we have a giveaway tool and it comes up on the screen and puts up everybody's name who entered hashtag Jesus. And then at the end of it, it'll give us the name of the winner. So that's what we're doing right now. Mariama! And- Yay! And The <laughs> winner is Mariama. How cool is that? A very dear friend. That's so much fun. It is. With
0: the confetti and everything. Yeah. So much fun. Um, what else we got? What else uh, comes to you with this devotional?
1: I just, I, I love the idea that we should expect big things because our God is capable of that and and more, everything we should ask or imagine. And if we do not have, we didn't ask. You know, it's
0: funny for me, what really comes to mind is the years that I spent as a Catholic and the agnostic, and then even the early days of my walk with the, the Christian faith. Of looking at any discussion about the devil, Satan, the red man in the suit with the pointy ears or whatever it is, and the pointy tail, is a little bit of a cartoon character that really was just something that was used not to, to say that lights. you were lying or to say that you did something bad, and create. And in my mind, was creating this character almost like a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. It was a
1: Satan was, does that on purpose,
0: and and it really has been. A new experience for me to know that the devil exists. And that seems really strange.
1: And he oh. has an army and he an he's out. Out, and he's out to get the believers.
0: And understanding the spiritual realm and all these things that have been coming um, to me through not just hanging out with you, but hearing more of it from <laughs> everywhere. From the pastors. Like I don't I'm pretty sure they didn't talk about this before, these guys. But now, all of a sudden, we're hearing more about it, and um, this is going to bring me to now something that's happening in your Belinda Friends Church. That um, uh, uh, Pastor Chris, who we were just talking about, he's going to be holding a, a class called "Demons and Angels," right? Or angels. Angels and, and de- demons. Angels and demons. And so, uh, go to your Belinda Friends Church and look that up, and um, and sign up and join You're us for the class. It's going to be both in person and online, from what I understand.
1: No. No. They're not going to put it online. It's a master sure? class.
0: I thought you could join on Zoom. I mean, it's not like you can just join, watch uh, it. Okay. You yeah, if you register. Register that you can, no matter where you are, you can watch it, but it's not like live streaming. Right. Yep. So watch that. And yes, you're welcome, Mariama. Yay. You are welcome. And so we're going to have to deliver that person. We have two hats we have to deliver. Yes. All right. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, back to that discussion is that it's, um, and you know what? You would think <clears throat> Cause I had this discussion with the kids the other day about something that had to do with the devil <clears throat> is that you would think that now that you realize that the devil is real, that as a kid, the most scary movie I ever saw was the exorcist. Right. And it, it scared me because it was a scary movie.
1: Cause it's real. <laughs> that's why it most, yeah, that's exorcist. why
0: maybe I wanted to distance myself and say, Oh no, it's just pretend. No, it's just a movie. And that's maybe where I got this idea that it was just a, a character. And not really, it didn't really exist. But now bringing it to this real life is that I'm not even, I'm not afraid of the devil. You would think realizing that it's real, that you would now be afraid in the sense that you would want to turn off any lights. Like you're scared. Oh no. But what I feel is that now that I have God dwelling inside me, that I have nothing to fear. Absolutely. And so there's this, this kind of weird. I mean, it's not weird, but it's, it's this odd to me that, now that I know that the devil is real, that I have no fear because of God.
1: <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. And
0: that's what I was telling the kids. I said, you know, you don't have anything to be afraid of. We have God
1: well, in this house.
0: God dwells with us in this home.
1: And I also, but I also like to warn uh, the kids, because this is something that our pastors teach, is be wary of letting kids watch demonic films. Mm-hmm. And I tell my daughter this all the time. I was like, you can watch like, you know, shoot them up action movies and stuff but if you watch films about the demonic you are inviting that into your psyche and the demons can manifest in your life based on the images that you've seen them as Mm. and so by by having those images that's the best way satan can scare you because he can conjure those images back up and put them in your bedroom Cause my daughter has seen those images manifest mm. in her bedroom. And I told her, I said, I that's that. why, yep. because you've watched that. And that's how Satan manifests himself to you because he knows it's going to create an autonomic response from your nervous system because you recognize that image as a demon. And so it's really, really important to be careful not to bring those images into your psyche. Hmm. Yes.
0: Jan was asking how Kate Mary's son is. We don't know.
1: Very good question. And I will message her as soon as we get off to find out because um, we should, we should do that. Definitely. Thank you. Make sure Jan. she's okay. Thank you for reminding us, Jan. The other
0: thing, Jan, and I think you were the one who had brought it, who had asked us before to confirm this, but uh, the vineyard is no longer the vineyard. It is now right? called something else. What's it called?
1: Something. <laughs> dwelling place. Dwelling place. The dwelling place of Anaheim. Yeah. That And their creed listed was something i didn't recognize so i don't i don't
0: don't. you still have it on your phone
1: i do but do we have to read the creed of the dwelling place on now
0: Well, we should i think because now you brought it
1: up really yeah
0: (laughs) because maybe somebody knows understands it 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 sounds woke to me
1: right so then how's somebody gonna explain that to us but okay uh the blank i'm not going to say their name because i don't know anything about them seeks to bring together biblical principles and the supernatural power in a way that supplies the destiny of ordinary people raising up kingdom carriers that change culture That change culture sounds a little new agey to me yeah because most people most churches are like God, Jesus, <laughs> eternity, cross. Biblical teaching.
0: We teach <laughs> the Bible. This.
1: This <laughs> is my creed. This is my doctrine. Did that say anything about Jesus or the Bible? Uh, later down further, um, the church community has been deeply impacted by the pursuit of, of uh, the blank people's pursuit after Jesus and their passion for everyone to step into the story of God for the oh. sake of the city. So nothing about the eternal sacrifice of Jesus and our repentance of sin and mm. him being the God incarnate and all this other. There's yeah. all kinds everywhere. Jan will find out the scoop.
0: Interesting. All right, my friend. Oops. Friends. All right. I think that's it.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, everyone. And I hope it was useful to you. And I wanted to congratulate you or acknowledge that one of our listeners on YouTube Sandy and her husband said I so relate to Andy's like amazement over learning all these things new like because oh. she's also been a Christian for a very long time and she's like I'm experiencing God in a whole new way and I totally uh relate to the way Andy describes it and so thank you for that oh yeah You're welcome
0: so much fun It's it, fun learning about it. it's it's uh fun learning even about the devil Right, (laughs) that he's real. And now, but we have, we have uh, the Holy spirit. We have um, uh, Jesus. We have God working together as, as one to, to keep us safe, have our rear guard. Amen. So amazing. And just to make sure you remember to go to your app store on your phone, whatever that is, whatever phone you use and look up the edify app and make sure and subscribe to our podcast And search out some of the other great podcasters that are on there.
1: Yes. Awesome. We are part of the Christian Post Edify Podcast Network.
0: Absolutely. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Good night. Take care.